Welcome to the home of fear and fright, where not all guests survive the night. The lucky souls will live to tell, and those who don't will rot in. What's the matter with you? You can't say that. This is a family show. What are you doing? Welcome, foolish Muppets, to tonight's very special Halloween challenge. We just have to survive the night in this haunted mansion. Everything here will seem familiar. But your eyes may deceive you. Oh. I'm the mysterious Madame Pagota. Wait, stop. You turn it down, I can't hear myself think. Take five, everybody. Where are you going? No. Uh. Happy Halloween. This place is really haunted. <laughs> Fiends, omens, and bogeymen, lend me your fear. It's showtime. Usually I'm worried about dying up here, but it looks like you beat me to it. <laughs> Don't you have anything better to do than boo me? <laughs> Tough room. Ooh, indoor lightning. I'm not a shrimp. Close enough. If by sunrise you fail this endeavor, then you must remain here forever. How did you? I could just eat you alive. That's sweet, right? Muppets Haunted Mansion, streaming exclusively on Disney Plus. dreamers there's no new episode today but for a treat me and my co-host ryan dorman are going to review the latest magnum opus on disney plus and that is <laughs> muppets haunted mansion both we uh, both you and i are big muppets fans we did the muppet studios episode now they are doing a, a possible chocolate and peanut butter moment where they take Muppets and they combine it with the Disney parks, putting Gonzo and Pepe and all the Muppets in not the Haunted Mansion. It looks like one of the Haunted Mansions, but it's not the Haunted Mansion. It is Haunted Mansion. Uh, what did what did you think? Um, yeah, to start off, uh, we've 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 seemed to have making a bit of a a name. Uh, or at least have been consistent on our our slights at Disney Plus, uh, and since its inception and since its release. But I am surprised actually at where at how much I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I flipped it on on just a random day. I'm not really sure what drove me to do it. I think I just had an open afternoon, and I'd heard about people talking so highly of it. And to to just start off the conversation, I I left feeling like not only did Disney Plus finally deliver on something? And uh, not only did Disney uh, finally find a way to use the Muppets, but that it seems like Walt Disney Imagineering has a pretty 
good control of the property and it, it should be a rather exciting future. I felt like Muppets Now was cute, but it made zero impact at all. Like mm. it, it, nobody cared about it. It kind of went, came and went. And probably for good reason, there was only like a few segments that were decent, uh, though, to be fair, if it was done as more of like a series of shorts that were going to be released weekly for like, I think nearly a year was the plan. Mm-hmm. I think it would have gone, it would have come across even worse somehow. <laughs> and when they announced Muppets Haunted Mansion, I was like, okay. This could be good, but recent Disney stuff hasn't been great, which is why I was pleasantly surprised when it was actually really enjoyable. I Mm -hmm. really, really enjoyed it. When my biggest qualm about a Muppets production is the production itself, you know something has at least gone right. (laughs) (laughs) I... I think, well, first off, why, why don't you enlighten the audience as to when you watched Muppets Haunted Mansion? So I had, I, as you heard last week, I was on vacation in Walt Disney World. And so it came out and everybody was going, oh, my God, Muppets Haunted Mansion. And I had a 70 minute wait for Slinky Dog Dash out of me. <laughs> So I decided, okay, I'm going to pop my earbuds in and just watch it during the uh, uh, wait for Slinky Dog Dash. And that's what I did. I watched it in the wait for Slinky Dog Dash. And I only got halfway through it. Because I kept having to pause, like the the sun kept getting in the way. And, you know, there was kids here and there kept pushing into me. Not not the (laughs) best environment. So eventually I waited until I was traveling on my way to Animal Kingdom. And I watched it there on my way to Animal Kingdom instead. And even in those in those situations, I still really enjoyed it. And then I watched it last night when I came back home and still really enjoyed it. That's uh, that's going to be the phrase I keep repeating throughout this entire little episode. I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it because not much else to say. Yeah, that's one of the more interesting things about the special is that I see a lot of people who are reviewing the film, let's say on Letterboxd or on Twitter, people who are not necessarily well-versed with the Muppets or or just came to it because it's on Disney+. And their scores are like middling, maybe a little low. Um, and I think the reason why I enjoyed it so much is just because, maybe because it wasn't the best movie on its own, but because of a rather impressive wielding of the Muppets as characters by, mm-hmm. I guess, Kirk Thatcher, right, is right. The, the director here. But mm-hmm. uh, And this was produced or at least developed under WDI, if I'm correct. Correct, yes. Uh, because they, after quite literally everybody in the company tried their hands at the Muppets and failed absolutely miserably. Um, <clears throat> sorry, WD, WDI is now in control Walt Disney Imagineering. And at the, I remember when it was announced feeling like that was a particularly interesting choice. Um, but a dedication towards preserving kind of thematic integrity that WDI holds really, really, really fits the Muppets. Mm -hmm. I know one interesting thing that I, when speaking to you and Blake came up 
was about the Muppets 2011. And I didn't quite think about it until I think it was Blake who said it. Although, uh, uh, don't get me, uh, don't blame me if I'm wrong. But I believe he said something about how the Muppets 2011 might be a good movie, but it's not necessarily a movie that recaptures everything exactly like mm-hmm. the Muppets characters were back in the 70s and 80s. Right. Um, because you, you, it's very difficult to do so. It's an original movie and it's a quality movie, but it's not necessarily a Muppet movie. This mm-hmm. is probably the first time in a very long time that somebody actually captured what it feels to be a Muppet movie more mm-hmm. than anything else. And I don't know how to put that into words. So all right. I can do is commend everybody who worked on it for seemingly doing the impossible. I would have to agree with that. There are some missteps it falls sure. into where the other productions of Disney recent tend to as well. Uh, the over-reliance on cameos here and there are Oh a bit my goodness cringy, gracious. It was bad. Jeff Keighley was the weirdest cameo I think I've ever seen in any show ever. But you know who Jeff Keighley is, right? Yes, I know who he is. <laughs> but they smartly kept it all restrained to one segment, Pretty which much, is the yeah. rest in peace number with Darren Chris. I, I thought that was very smart. It wasn't. It wasn't an onslaught the way that Muppets Most Wanted was, and that was arguably the weakest aspect of that production. Well, it seemed to me that what captured a lot of people's attention in that 2011 Muppets movie was the the variety of Hollywood cameos, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be, of course, Siegel and Adams as main characters, right? But still, even aside from that, you had a, a plethora of, of yeah. famous people popping up in the movie here and there, which I think had like plot purpose in that movie. But since then has devolved into just the Muppets talk to RuPaul, I guess, mm-hmm. um, or things like that. I, I think I think you're absolutely right on on the quality of the cameos in this one. Right. I, 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 that's the, the smartest thing that they do with it is I remember in the lead up to it, they were advertising one cameo after another. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. And right. the bulk of them show up during that two minute musical sequence and it makes sense because they're introducing all these dead human ghosts and then once you get into the mansion all the ghosts are except for the bride and will arnett uh are muppets so it it made a lot of sense in that in that portion uh the way that it worked there's two i think that are worth mentioning though that i don't think were as fantastic as the ones you're mentioned is the ones that you've you've clearly identified as as not being necessarily a problem the mm-hmm. first one i think was a bit less of an offender um was john stamos because yeah. the, the 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 show builds up this whole premise that pepe is looking for a party for the rich and famous and uh, uh he, he goes to the john famous stamos. people's room <laughs> yes <laughs> and john stamos talks to him um, in what clears to be uh, seemingly is a closet, a broom closet, a WDI or something like that. <laughs> and uh, uh, then there's like a little funny Muppet kind of jump scare thing, I guess. And that's that's fine enough. It feels like it's really odd. It reminded me of Muppets Now, actually, very much so. It, it did um, a little, but I did like flat the flat camera angle. I like the, uh, the twist on it at the end. Yes, absolutely. I think the one that was the most confusing to me, though, was Kim Irvine. <laughs> Yes, um, Kim Irvine, which was very extraneous. Let's be honest. Well, 
the my problem I I thought it was like cute. I'm not necessarily a very anti Kim Irvine person like some people can be in, on Twitter. Um, you know, maybe I disagree with some of her decisions, but she seems nice enough, right? Mm-hmm. What was confusing to me is that other than John Stamos, um, Kim Irvine is the only one that a Muppet like deals with by first name basis. First name basis, yeah, because yeah. Miss Piggy goes, Kimmy, Kimmy, <laughs> I need my ball cleaned. I'm like, oh, we're actually naming her. Okay. That is a much better Miss Piggy impression than I would have anticipated. <laughs> but I, I was sitting back and I was like, wait a minute. I don't think most people know what a Kim Irvine is. <laughs> this it's a very that was very inside baseball. And I guess because of course WDI is behind it. Sometimes WDI. I mean, again, I don't want to put too much on WDI here because I know that Kirk Thatcher was, of course, a huge part of the development of the movie, and he's all over Twitter now talking about why things were done here and there. Be but part of me feels dead. like, well, yeah, exactly. That Bean Bunny is less than scraps at this point. Um, it has nothing to do with the fact that Steve Whitmire was fired. Oh, that I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's true. Well, Brian Henson was in this one. Who says he they was? Can't make but it's true, he was. But it's not like Brian Henson was fired from. No, office. that's true. No, it's only that his dad's legacy was trampled upon. <laughs> at least he got that scene back from the Christmas Carol eventually. Mm-hmm. Right? Did that ever come back? I don't think so. Right. Well, uh, he said it was going to debut this year. Ah, I see. So. Yeah. Well, the 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 thing about um, I just sometimes it feels like WDI can get a little bit lost in its references, mm-hmm. and that was a reference that, you know, somebody like a Disney fan might understand, but I really, uh, in no way in hell would an average consumer understand what was going on there. <laughs> but I mean, let's let's be honest. This is an entire special about the haunted mansion. Well, an entire that's... theme park ride. So I'll give him. I'll give him one. I'll give him that's... one. Absolutely. And obviously because she's, I guess, little Leota, right? So it's not necessarily the most abstract reference. Mm, It's not like they chose like Bob Weiss or whatever. Yeah. Um, Not Barry Braverman or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, But uh, the, 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 the one thing I wanted to mention now that you say about the haunted mansion, one big takeaway I had is that I I like references. I'm a you know I'm a sucker for an Uncle Orville bathtub mm-hmm. ice cream thing once in a while. Yeah, but when it comes to these kind of crossovers, I always feel very frustrated when they just ham fist a bunch of references in here, mm-hmm. which is why I really felt honestly that they were really respectful with the source material here, and it didn't necessarily feel like. The, the just doing the beats of the haunted mansion without any additional uh, um, uh, context or content being thrown yeah. on top of it. Just like the Muppets Christmas Carol is technically a Christmas Carol, but with enough change to make it basically its own unique kind of story mm-hmm. um, in the way that they change specific topics. Besides a couple of locations that are, of course, basically ripped exactly from the attraction, mm-hmm. uh, it, it didn't necessarily feel at any time like the show was gloating in its uh, uh, in its admiration for a classic theme park attraction, mm-hmm. and the only joke that I think felt necessarily flat throughout the whole thing was the 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 goat. If I may be honest, the goat. Oh, I like yeah. the goat. <laughs> the goat the first time was fine. The goat at the end was embarrassing. Okay, <laughs> oh, no, you know what really was embarrassing? Okay, actually, oh, are we talking spoilers? By the way, 
Oh yeah, we're gonna spoil. I'm, I'm not, okay. Yeah, if yeah. you haven't seen it, uh, so you you know we're almost to the end here. But if you haven't seen it, stop now. Go watch yeah. it and then join okay. us for the rest. It, was it me or at the very end when the hitchhiking ghosts show up? Were they using <laughs> the same CG assets that they use in the Magic Kingdom? I guarantee it. Yes, I thought the same thing. I it looked thought awful. It looked <laughs> terrible. It looked like that was from two thousand seven. <laughs> It, yes, it does. It, I thought so too. They were very smooth, like very soft. Uh, right. And and they were they were very unattractive. I was confused because I would have thought. I mean, I guess maybe a puppet wasn't the best idea in that case. Yeah, I guess still. I guess they didn't want the joke wouldn't maybe have landed if it was a Muppet hitchhiking right. ghost. But I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> that, no, that was it was one it was thing. Odd. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to commend them and criticize them for one thing though. Now okay. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. If if I'm wrong, then we won't have to talk about it. But I believe that this uses the volume for yes, Mandalorian. It does. Yes. So just like in the Mandalorian, it looks pretty incredible most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mandalorian, like literally, I can't tell. This though, you can really tell in some mm-hmm. parts, not yes. all of them. And that's because the Mandalorian strives for realism, where uh-huh. this one is striving for more of a cartoony atmosphere, and right. that does not come across as well. It no, it comes off really poorly. It, lo- yeah. it comes across more green screenery. Yes, absolutely. Which is, it's weird because there are, I see, I I, I thought about this and I'm not ready to say I could tell always. In fact, honestly, after the Mandalorian, I'm almost willing to believe that everything I thought was physical was probably fake, Mm -hmm. um, except for a couple set dressing things. But that being said, I was a little bit disappointed because while some scenes look really good uh, with physical and because the Muppets are since their inception defined by the way they interact with like real physical space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there are scenes that are clearly fake and green screened and they're just so ugly. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that it, it doesn't feel necessarily like it's a cartoony place. It just feels bad. There's mm-hmm. a scene where I think the ghost host played by Will Arnett is talking to Gonzo and the yeah. camera pivots to a Dutch angle, but the background doesn't seem to move with him. Mm-hmm. I, I just remember there's one scene in particular where it just looks bad. Like it looks like you're looking at an angle that couldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's the from all of the camera tricks that they're trying to do mm-hmm. it doesn't work as much when you're not doing kind of more of the the sweeping epic style of the mandalorian exactly and rather this kind of this intimate kooky comedy horror mm-hmm. and i i thought especially with like the the way that they did with the ghosts with you know the ghosts are transparent uh it does kind of come across a little YouTube production esque. It's very flat. Yeah, it, it is very flat. Very, there's no it's, depth to it. There's there's no depth. It doesn't look as professional as it should have. Um, it does come across a little better in scenes like when you're flying through the ballroom. That that that's actually yes. what's done really nice. Ballroom looks fantastic, and I I, yeah. I can't even imagine how much of that was fake. Mm-hmm. Um, I because I, I I can't believe it. Like some yeah. of these shots look like they filmed them in the park. They look so good, yeah. Um, but it, but probably given by how well the Mandalorian was done, it was right. probably all fake. So, so, yeah, per, I think cinematography wise and production wise, it's very wonky. 
because some shots look really good. Some shots look really bad. Um, but again, the writing is so strong that you kind of are able to forgive it. It's incredibly strong. It is, yeah. it is funny. And for the first time in a long time, I'm not laughing at the Muppets because I like the Muppets. I'm mm-hmm. laughing at the Muppets because someone wrote a funny joke. Right. <laughs> because, because it's funny. It's, 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 it's good for kids. It's yeah. kooky. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of genuinely scary, including the moment where Gonzo sees himself as an old, this haggard old Muppet. And it's actually kind yes. of unsettling. I, I thought it is. And it, very well done. The show is going for a light subplot for Gonzo that Gonzo feels like he can't help but be the great Gonzo. And mm-hmm. let me just say, this Gonzo guy doesn't – he's got nothing in life. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know what he is. He doesn't <laughs> – Muppets in Space and this are just uh, oh, things okay. to show I don't, think, I don't think Muppets in Space is even considered – canon by anybody oh the 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 brian henson uh doctor guy is in this right i don't remember his name (laughs) um with the with the human hands i always liked him but um the 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 of course the the horrible horrible elephant in the room if I may. Oh no, is, I know exactly where you're going with this. I perhaps you do. I have, I can't imagine you don't. Is that Matt Vogel is uh still just absolutely god awful. Mm-hmm. I uh, maybe is that where you thought I was going oh, with I it? I am 100% dead. Yes. I and it's I I really want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I really do and I don't want to just dislike him because I don't care enough about it to just hate him. <laughs> um but like I listened to him and I was thinking back on it that Whitmire and Ker- Whitmire and Henson's Kermit, Whitmire managed to capture like part of Jim Henson's real personality. Mm-hmm. And I think Henson puts his own personality in Kermit. He's a very humble guy. Maybe yeah. he's a bit stressed, but there's some humility and like a genuineness. Vogel's mm-hmm. Kermit is like, he, he has no character. I don't know yeah, what Vogel's know. Kermit is. And maybe and, they just haven't given him a space to create the character yet true. because Gonzo took over for this one. But So it's interesting you should say that because I wanted to point out, number one, in the first scene, they give uh, Vogel Kermit uh, – he's dressed up as Miss Piggy. So yes. he has this pig nose on him. And because of the pig nose, Vogel actually makes his voice sound nasally. So it, it's kind of like being constricted by the bank nose. So it's actually more off than it usually is. And I almost went, are they doing this on purpose because they know his voice sucks? <coughs> and no, because they take the nose off later and he appears as a ghost later. But also, he sounds better when he's singing. Like he does. When he's singing, he actually sounds closer to regular Kermit. I don't know why. Well, I, think, I don't know if it's because they're manipulating his voice, autotune or something. I don't know what it is, but he sounds better when he's singing. There, there are. If you go back and watch, I, I don't need to tell you this, but to anyone who's listening, if you go back and watch the Muppet Show, you can hear hints of Henson's performance that kind of sound like Vogel, mm-hmm. just little pieces. Yes, but they're 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 so they're they're basically accidents in Jim Henson's performance, right? <laughs> uh, it doesn't feel the same. Uh, it, it's it's closer to Ernie than Kermit. Yeah. Um, I think 
And obviously Kermit is, does not take a big piece here. And I had no problem really with Kermit in the scenes that he was in, in the, in the mansion, but it was just, it's just difficult because I don't know anybody who likes the, the, the Vogel performance. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody. And, and, and obviously we don't need to do a digression here, but I think Whitmire was like right to be angry about the Muppets show on ABC. Cause it's really bad. Yeah. Um, and we, it's like, so for some reason it's getting like, a revival of sorts on the internet because people, people are stupid. Like <laughs> people are stupid. Like I, I mean, I, I, the Muppets show. Like if you watch it, everyone always like quotes it and is like, "Hey, there's this joke where Peter and uh, Peter, oh my goodness, like Family Guy, where Beaker <laughs> and and uh, Bunce and Honeydew are like in each other's clothes or something like that. It's like so edgy." And it's like, so was Muppets Tonight. And no one cared about that either. Like, nobody <laughs> cares about these things. Right. So I, I, I it's getting, that's, of course, on this, uh, I, I can understand the frustration of people who leave, right? And I guess I, uh, Frank Oz just recently said that Disney won't even have him back, right? Yeah. Um, because, he, again, they don't like what they're doing here. But mm-hmm. Vogel, I can imagine, does Vogel do any other performances? Uh, he Vogel, did- oh, okay, he's He's most all of like Henson, Floyd, Pops, Crazy Harry, New Zealand, Uncle yeah. Deadly, and Sweetums. He's not bad as those performances, to He's be clear. Not, no. Yeah. It really just feels like he is perhaps the one of the worst choices for Kermit that they could have made. Because, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the last thing I'll say is that uh, the Kermit is not only bad because it's not like Henson. But it's bad because it doesn't sound right to everybody. And all you can do, right, is is talk about it. Like people online immediately like talked about it, even if you don't like, you know, the Muppets that much. It was clearly there's something just weird about it. Mm -hmm. And that's I think the difference was that when this came out, people weren't talking about kermit's bad voice they were talking Mm -hmm. about how good special is and i think that's one of the first times in a long time a new muppet thing came out and the reaction was mostly positive yeah absolutely mostly positive mostly people are in favor of this it's trending on disney plus it's doing well i think disney is happy with its performance overall and i think it deserves it the the question is whether or not that disney will take the right cues from this the right cue here is to not do anything to leave it alone and let wdi do something like because what we what you don't want is disney to take the reins back because they can't handle it Mm -hmm. here's a good question for you though i want to ask you a question because i thought of you the second i saw this i said Let's 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 think of Ryan O'Reilly here. Yeah. And let's think like we're an unbuilt scholar. Mm-hmm. Build it or not, Muppets Haunted Mansion as a replacement for Hop, uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, you think so? <laughs> oh, and it'll never happen either because no, no. Uh, the Haunted Mansion uh, Night Before Christmas makes oodles and oodles of merch cash. But <laughs> I, I would see it. I would see it. Yes. Uh, if it, if, I don't care. Replace the ghost host with Will Arnett. I don't care. I, I don't right, care. How about this? Yeah. How about the, what if they closed the ride? <laughs> they replaced it with this. Okay, no. <laughs> 
Um, you're going too was, far. The the it was it was it was not fair of them to not make a joke about the hanging guy on the top of the, mm-hmm. the top of the stretching room. They really should have <laughs> really should have done that. Well, it would have been like a puppet connected to like a uh, <laughs> like a thing, and they would have said, you know, he's not a muppet because that was oh, connected by string. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Um, the Will Arnett Will Arnett's a, a bit of an odd cast uh, choice. Now that you mention it, um, I thought it was good. He was pretty good. Oh, was it, though, the twist was extremely obvious, but well, still. because his face was on the poster, <laughs> <laughs> because they show a poster of the the Great MacGuffin, yeah, and it, it is very obviously Will Arnett, right? Um, uh, but you know, I think. Oh, actually, I want to ask you. I'm sorry, I didn't ask. You did go on Muppet Vision 3D, correct? Oh yes, that's right. Just to let you know, this sh- special is being super advertised throughout that area mm. and uh it's advertised they they had an eclair at pizza where it's i saw uh, that pizza Rizzo? yes yeah uh, your favorite place Ew. uh Ew. <laughs> and, and eclair was good and it had a little edible stretching room portrait little muppet stretching room portrait i on saw there. so so uh, what is that pre-show though because i heard they were the changing pre-show. some kind so of pre-show. you go in the pre-show uh pepe so the entire muppet vision 3d pre-show is gone just to let you know for the month of october it'll be back november that's the whole that's the best part i know (laughs) the Uh, whole thing even the the safety part the entire thing interesting Uh, and it's pepe introduces uh, and he makes some jokes where he's saying i wanted to you know show them muppets haunted mansion but they wouldn't let me but i'm gonna let you know i want to let you see it then they show Good six minutes of the special, a really? lot of it. Yeah, good. Is it like a clip, just like one part of a clip, or yeah? Okay. It's uh, the it's it's pretty much from the start when uh, Pepe and Gonzo get to the mansion and meet Will Arnett. That entire run through there, they show that entire bit, and then it comes back. Pepe goes, you know, you know, thank you for watching this. Now you get to enjoy. The, which is really funny because the ego, which and you can enjoy the fabulous Muppet Vision 3D, which I'm not in, but it's still really good. And then I get that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And then you get to go see Muppet Vision. Interesting. So yeah. what, uh, uh, that, that's, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, hopefully that, that gets, you know, gets out of there pretty soon, but I mean, obviously they're not going to be advertising that into January, right? <laughs> Even 30 years later and they're still oh. showing. Right. Um, I think uh, uh, the, there wasn't much I was necessarily surprised about on the, on in the thing besides like maybe that they did one of the rats, which is surprising, mm-hmm. I guess. And then Walter was relegated to like a real nice background character. Kind yeah, of Walter the, actually the had scene. this experience, which was surprising. My favorite uh, was uh, when Uncle Deadleak shows up. He's, you know, it's like he shows up and he just goes, it's the best That's reaction right. ever. He just, oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, dear God. Here we go again. It's and whatever they're doing with Uncle Deadleak. Don't ever stop. Just bring the constantly. He's so good. The, the 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 bride for the first time honestly ever became a, a valuable addition to the experience after being perhaps the worst part on the current incarnation yeah. of the haunted mansion mm-hmm. uh taraja p henson does a, a pretty funny job with the bride and and mm-hmm. uh yeah and, and pepe does his thing yeah um I, there's not much 
in regards to synergy, I think, like I said before, there isn't as much as like I think a super fan might want. You know, it isn't like they went like head over heels and just retold the exact story here and there. It felt like they just passed through locales that are familiar. Um, I, 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 I would be interested to see them muppify other attractions. Yes, and this is being discussed. Uh, Kirk Thatcher had an interview recently where he said he had three ideas. Did he say any of them? No, um, he did sort of hint that one of them was not Pirates of the Caribbean. Probably not. That That's hinted, a little too. And then hinted that one of them was the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, I think, is the obvious choice. Obvious one, and I think that would have to revolve around Fozzie. That seems yeah. like to be the logical choice. See, my my, I like the idea that they're going to do these kind of slice of life, you know, little character studies, I guess. Uh, of Go- Gonzo and Pepe was a very interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very yeah. educated decision, right? So right. it wasn't, it wasn't, and obviously they can't do Rizzo because they fired that one guy who hates yeah. them. Right. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I, Jungle Cruise would be a good idea. Uh, I, 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 Soren, maybe, I don't know. Do you have any other potential ideas on the top of your head? Yeah, um, I've been thinking, wouldn't it be super weird if they did uh <laughs> if they did something about either Star Tours or Galaxy's Edge? I think I think get... Star Tours would be very neat. Star they, Tours Yeah. Yeah, they already have all those designs, right? The characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. Um you could easily film it in Batu. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you gotta use the the, the volume. The volume. It's cheap. Right. Yeah cheaper but that, I mean, that it looks be, good too yeah that would be fun that would be a fun idea as for other disneyland attractions it, it, it is hard because you have to kind of write a story around it mm-hmm. and it, it's hard to think about something that isn't necessarily its own thing now like you can't do easily i know i just pitched star wars but there's enough difference there, whereas right. you, you can't really say a oh, Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout or something like that. Or you probably you know, do. I mean, Space Mountain might be an option. Space yeah, get, Mountain, get, well, maybe. get that one guy involved. Uh, you know, what's his name? Who's making the Space Mountain Matt, movie what, about what, racing? Max, was it yeah, Max Landis. <laughs> get Max Landis involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely, yeah, that, would, that would be perfect. Max Landis and the Muppets. Yeah, Terrific. exactly. Um, I think that, that it's going to be difficult to try to adapt it to other things that aren't like classic Disneyland attractions because mm-hmm. a lot of modern Disneyland attractions, like you're saying, are, are stories that are based on some external property or something right. like that. Exactly. Um, and I also don't want that to be exactly the one thing that the Muppets do. I would be fine with maybe a couple sequels to this. Sure. But but that's that's it. I would like to see them try other things, but under this same under this same creative team. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the, you're right. You don't want to get the Muppets relegated to strictly theme park things. Right. Whatever I'd this like creative see, team is doing, they're doing it right. My, my, my one concern, of course, is that I think that this is a pretty good sign that under WDI's direction, we're not going to get something like the Muppet caper or the Muppet movie or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. I don't think that that's well, the Well, I think that the, the, days, the days of the theatrical Muppet movies are dead. 
Well, that's, I guess, even the, whether it be theatrical or even long-form plot-driven Muppet mm-hmm. movie, I question, right. I mean, maybe not, maybe they can prove me wrong, but with yes. the budget and the attention that WDI can give, it almost seems like they're going to be more fit for these kind of satire, cartoonish, mm-hmm. monster of the week, you know, TV right. movies, which mm-hmm. is okay, I guess. You yeah. Know, uh, maybe Disney Plus, Disney Plus will provide them a, a pathway to TV movies that isn't as cheap. As Disney I, Channel. I would like to say, by the way, that I am very impressed with the marketing. Yes. The marketing for this was very good. It was in they actually it tried. Felt <laughs> supportive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. good on Disney. Good on Muppets Haunted Mansion. More of this. Anything else to say before we uh leave for the night? No, no, I, th- I think that's it. Uh, besides that, I would uh, quite like a little plushie of Fozzie as the Hatbox oh, Ghost. Oh, Gauzy the Hatbox Bear? Ga- I don't get the joke there, but sure, it'd be Gauzy. <laughs> Is it because he's like a mummy, I guess? I don't know. Gauzy, it's just a, a fright, a, a spooky pun, I guess. A, a pun on what? Fozzie and what? Fozzie yeah, Gauzy. It rhymes. Yeah, the Hatbox Ghost isn't made of, he's not a mummy. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You also I did like the the, the Statler and Wardorf in the uh, Doom Buggy. Oh, very yes. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that about does it for our Muppets Haunted Mansion review. Uh, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week with a new episode. Bye. See ya. Shaka waka!